During the menstrual cycle, this is when your energy is at your lowest. And because of this, it's completely okay to consider napping or just taking a break instead of doing a workout. Because during the menstrual cycle, you can feel more fatigued, you can feel more tired throughout the day. So you don't wanna force yourself to get up and do a exercise because you're feeling that way. So instead of that, you can just take a break or even go on a walk. When you feel more energetic, then you can focus on lighter exercises such as walking, yoga, or Pilates. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna prove them wrong and take control of yourself. Disculpe, por favor. Disculpe, por favor. Lo siento. Lo siento. La matuelta. La matuelta. <laughs> that is everything I've learned from Duolingo so far. What does any of it mean? Excuse me, please. Mm -hmm. Suitcase. Disculpa? No. Disculpa, por favor, means excuse me. Oh, okay. Please. Mm -hmm. Lo siento. I means sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. And then la matuelta means suitcase. Well, then... Nothing that I will ever use. Maybe excuse me, yes, but none of the other rest I'm using at all in this trip so far. Lo siento for sure. I'm it, sorry when you bump into someone. Yeah. It's just been so hard to learn Spanish while in Spain because everybody knows English here. So it's like cheating. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? How do you say habla inglés? Yes. Habla inglés. Like, that's a hard thing. Like, <laughs> me and Tanya look fully Spanish. Because, like, we're, like, we're tanned, you know, we're brown br brunette, hair. brown hair. So, like, immediately people, like, talk fluent Spanish to us when they first <laughs> see us. Like, fluent, fast Spanish. <laughs> and immediately I'm like, uh, uh, habla inglés. <laughs> A lot of times we don't say that and we act like we know what they're saying. Oh, yeah. I just nod. Like, huh, I'm like, huh, yeah, huh. oh, yes, oh, yes. okay. And we, we point and yes, okay, yes. We don't know. We you don't know said what's anything. Going on. I'm nodding as if I understand. And that's happened a lot of times. Like most of the time we'll be like, yeah, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you're saying. And then halfway through the conversation, we'll have to say habla inglés. And he'll be like, what the hell? I've been blabbering this whole time. You don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> he has to start over from square one. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so, so far in Spain, we're a month in at this point and yeah. it's been going pretty well. A whole month. Yeah, a whole month. It's gone too fast. It's gone too fast. And we're working a lot. Yeah. It's not like we're traveling every second. But when we're not working, the things that we're doing is like way cooler than what we would have been doing at home, which is yeah. like, oh, go on a walk, la-di-da. Like, yeah, visit a friend. Like, that's fun, too. But here it's like over the weekend, you're traveling, you're going to Valencia, yeah. you're seeing something, you're trying a new restaurant, discovering a new corner of this amazing city. That's what we did. We drove to Valencia over last weekend, which was really fun. Valencia, it feels like a like an older, smaller city compared to what Barcelona is. Mm -hmm. It has its own like flair, its own culture center. And it felt really cool. The one warning to everybody, if you ever plan on going to Valencia, drive back on a Sunday and not a Monday. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened. We drove back on Monday thinking that we would stop by all the like cities on the way to Barcelona, but everything was closed. Closed. Museums were closed. Restaurants. restaurants. Closed. Bathrooms. 
clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit disappointing because we really wanted to stop by a couple of cities like Rus and some other cities as well. And we just couldn't because everything nearby was closed and it, like, it wasn't enough to experience the food and yeah. things at each place. So just a warning. Well, let's talk about how we rented a car because that spiced things up. Yeah. We rented a car and yes, although on our way back, we couldn't stop anywhere for like, a re- you know, eating a restaurant, something. Sirak, <laughs> on our quest to oh find a restaurant, I just, I totally drove on a sidewalk <laughs> through what's the centers where they have like a palazzo. Plaza, yeah. Plaza. Like through the plaza. Through the plaza where people are eating. To, and he's like, oh, we'll exit from that like street. Yeah. So we're passing people eating, eating. No one's looking no at one us. No one cares. It's not weird. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we'll just exit out of the yeah. street. No. So I try to exit through like the small alley. The street's blocked. Yeah. And yeah, it's blocked by those three cones. You know, like three cones, like <laughs> metal cones that are coming from the ground, basically saying you can't go through here. So I'm like, okay, what okay, do we do? Okay, I guess I have to make a right. He makes a right. Boom. We realize we're on a sidewalk. On a sidewalk in the opposite direction of the traffic. <laughs> like I'm driving on the sidewalk going up. Cars are coming down the one-way street going the opposite direction. <laughs> we honestly had no choice but to drive off of the sidewalk in a rental car that was like a dinky rental car. I thought we were going to scratch or rip off the bottom Nothing when we happened, jumped bro. off the yeah. sidewalk. Nothing happened. So we got off the sidewalk. We like got away from this one-way street, got into a different alley and got out of it. And yeah. I was like, we need to get the F out of here. Yeah, we, we need to go get back right back to Barcelona. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so crazy. I couldn't believe myself when we were on that sidewalk and opposite, like cars were coming from the opposite side. People are eating. I'm just like, but nobody's what looking. Heck? Nobody's not, not even budget. the cars were looking at us. How did we end up there? Was there I another no car we were following? I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know how we ended up there. I don't know. That was and crazy. Yeah. Thankfully, the, the tr- there was no traffic at one point where it enabled us to go back onto the street. But yeah. that was crazy. It was funny. On our way to Valencia, we stopped by somewhere called Sitges. Yes. And we had some delicious paella. They're known for their paella. It was amazing. Squid ink, cuttlefish, which we later found out is only good in paella, not (laughs) on its own. When we ordered it at a different restaurant, it was awful. It was pretty bad. We had a great time. But the paella was so good Mm -hmm. because Sitges is known for their paella. It's like literally a beach town. It's a beautiful town full of like amazing architecture too. So... That was a really cool. I'm glad yeah. we stopped by there. One thing I love about the Spanish coast here is their mimosas. They have like freshly squeezed orange juice and cava, which is their local wine, mixed together. Oh my gosh, it is so good. The yeah. oranges are amazing here. And we come from Orange County. <laughs> is that why it's called Orange County? Yeah, there were orange trees everywhere. I had no idea. The great thing for me is like when you order that kind of drink, you can either get half a liter or a full liter. Like they bring it in like a like a vase mm-hmm, base, mm-hmm. vase, and <laughs> we get half a liter. And the great thing is like Tallinn drinks half a cup because like she, she doesn't really drink that much alcohol. So it's more for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I get tipsy. It's, it's delicious. Fun. It's sweet. It's tangy. Mm. Okay, so I guess let's get into the episode, babe. Yeah. Today, we're going to do a little Q&A session. We're going to go through wins of the week. And we're also going to go through something we haven't done before on this podcast, which is how to sync your exercises with your menstrual cycle. So we're going to go through the four phases of the menstrual cycle. Phase one, menstrual. 
phase two, follicular, phase three, ovulation, and phase four, luteal, and talk about what kind of exercises are best throughout each of those phases. But before we do that, we have our game, Guess This Food. I love this. Are you ready for today's game, Talin? Hit me. So for anyone new, this is where I'm going to give Talin a couple of guesses about a very PCOS-friendly food. And Talin has to guess this food based on basically the tips that I'm about to give her. And she has no idea what it is. So I guess I'll just get started. The first hint for guess this food, and everybody already knows, I start with some history first. So there are two competing theories as to where this food came from. The French are convinced its roots lay in Cyprus. For this reason, they once called it Chaud de Chipre. Chaud de Chipre. If you ask anyone outside of France or Cyprus, you'll find the rest of the world attributes this to the Middle East. Many believe the Middle East kept this vegetable growing during Europe's dark ages, later re-exposing Europeans to its wonders. And as always, you get one guess, and you can give that guess at any moment. But once you do, it's locked in. What was the French word for it? Chaud de Chypre. Do you know what that means? I have to see the spelling, but continue. No. Chaud, C-H-O-U-X. Okay. De Chypre. Chypre. I think that means Cyprus, Chypre. Oh, okay, okay. Continue. Second hint. And if you heard what I said, I said vegetable. So Mm there's another hint there Mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Second hint. This vegetable is loaded with vitamin C. In fact, it has more vitamin C than oranges. In addition to vitamin C, it has vitamin K, folate, pantothenic acid, and vitamin B6. Not to mention, it's also a good source of choline, fiber, omega-3 acids, manganese, phosphorus, and biotin. All great stuff for PCOS. Any guesses so far? Or you, you, you want to wait a little bit? It's definitely a green. It's a green. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I, I... Third hint, in addition to what I said about the nutrients, it has a lot of health benefits. It can reduce the risk of cancer, heart and brain disorders, relief from indigestion, helps with detoxification of the body, increase iron absorption, and weight loss. Mm. It's also good for uh, hormonal balance, preventing diabetes, hypertension, much more. Okay, keep going. All right, we got two more. Now it's going to get a little bit easier. Wait, I'm going to guess before it gets easier. You got to lock it in. Kale. Are you going to lock it in? Yeah. Then you're going to see from this hint that you got that wrong. <laughs> it is part of the Brassica genus family, which means it's related to Brussels sprouts, kale, broccoli. and broccoli. Oh, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing shit out in the storm. Just... How could it not be kale? Okay, go. While it can be found year-round... Arugula. Tali, let me finish. <laughs> While it can be found year-round, it peaks in the fall and spring. Arugula! <laughs> So, okay, I have one last hint. It comes in four different colors. What? Carrots. No. I have no idea. Cauliflower. What the hell? <laughs> Damn you. How is that the vegetable of Cyprus? This is the history. You can uh, look it up. The Middle Ages. What are you talking about? <laughs> Who would know these things? More vitamin C than oranges. Than oranges? Well, these are all basically from the research I did. And I, I brought this up because I was looking at the recipes in the sisterhood. And we have so many cool recipes. And one of them for breakfast was cauliflower oatmeal. Mm-hmm. That's right. It is cauliflower oatmeal bowl. 
And of course, it has um, rolled oats, gluten-free. It has frozen rice cauliflower, flax seeds, unsweetened coconut milk, protein powder, a little bit of salt, frozen berries, nut butter, mm. tablespoon of seeds or nuts of choice. It's a delicious, look at this recipe right here. It is so beautiful. It is very beautiful. Low carb. So that's where I got the inspiration to focus on cauliflower today. Because as everybody knows, all the recipes are in, the sis- in the sisterhood are focused on foods that really help with you know, PCOS. PCOS. And especially estrogen detoxification. I love cauliflower, broccoli, kale, things like this. Yeah, but you don't PCOS. love it enough to know what it was about. No, apparently not. Yeah. Apparently not. <laughs> Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and D-chiro-inositol. This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Are you trying to conceive? When you're in the process of baby making, you don't want to take a prenatal that's designed for a woman who's pregnant. They get expensive and have ingredients you don't need quite yet. Theranatal Core is a prenatal focused on women who are trying to conceive. It contains the active form of folic acid, folate, as well as 2,000 IUs of vitamin D. Also, it doesn't have any expensive ingredients that you don't need until you're pregnant. Theralogix's prenatal, Theranatal Core, is especially for women with PCOS who are in the process of baby making. Check the link in the description for our 15% off code. Let's move on to our Q&A session. So we got about three, four questions from our Instagram, as well as our YouTube channel, PCOS Weight Loss, for those that don't know. So Talon, I will go ahead and ask you these questions and you can just go ahead and answer them. Okay. The first question for you is, hi there. I keep seeing posts where people are losing around 35 pounds. Then they're talking about the before and afters that we mm-hmm. post on our Instagram. Curious, how long does it take people um, after being gluten and dairy free to see these results? Typically, it takes for 35 pounds. So let's say you lose two pounds a week. Let's do the math. 35 divided by two. So 17 weeks is four and a half months. So even four and a half months is soon because sometimes with PCOS, it takes a couple of weeks of doing the diet and lifestyle changes, feeling good, maybe not seeing the scale move, but feeling good, you know, before you start seeing the weight loss happen. And that's fine because what you're doing is targeting the metabolism, the metabolic hormones. You're you're like revving up the engine, basically starting to reduce the inflammation, improving your skin. Maybe, maybe you feel less bloated. Maybe you're retaining less water, you know, and then eventually the weight loss starts happening as long as you continue doing those things that made you feel good. And so the difference between PCOS weight loss and any other kind of horrible diet that you might have been suggested is that with PCOS weight loss, the point is that it makes you feel good. And so you stick to it longer. And because you feel good, you know, it's not this like 
daunting diet that you're on. It's just a lifestyle, basically. And eventually you start seeing the results, whether it's immediately or in two weeks or three weeks or one month later. But, you know, it's great. You can lose 35 pounds, too, if that is your goal. Mm -hmm. Just targeting metabolism. And there's a lot of different components to PCOS weight loss. And we cover them all in the sisterhood. Yes. So I have two questions here. I'm going to combine into one. This was about a Instagram post we did recently about lab tests to look for when you're seeing your doctor for PCOS. Uh, question is by, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't read the question. The, the name of the first question was from Madeline Richmouth. Richmouth. I'm sorry if I say your name wrong. Uh, so the second question is by Fueled by Falafel. Love that. She says, can you please share what the normal range is for these tests? Followed by Anamika online, who said, if C-reactive protein is high, what does it mean? Now, I do want to say we have a blog on our website, PCOSweightloss.org. If you go to our blog section, you'll find a article called Five Questions to Ask Your Doctor. There is a free download with some lab tests. But we also have a more in-depth download in the sisterhood where we really dive deep into what lab tests to ask for, what lab ranges you should be looking for to stay in the good ranges, you know, the good functional ranges and things like that. So I highly recommend anyone, if you're wondering the lab tests and specific ranges, check out the blog. But to get more in-depth about it, check out the sisterhood and we have a whole section there for lab tests and a lot more. But... Let's go to if C-reactive protein is high, what does that mean, Talene? It is a risk factor for inflammation mm -hmm. and cardiovascular disease, diabetes, things like this, because the root issue is inflammation with those. So in women with PCOS, it's typically high. For me, I remember it was like 15 times higher, like what it should be when I had it tested like 10 years ago wow. or so. So wow. it was really, really high for me. I do suggest having it tested and doing like a follow-up test in a year just to see how it's doing. Did it go down? Did gluten and dairy-free help it go down? And plenty of other lifestyle changes aside from that. Yeah. But I think it should be three milligrams per deciliter or less. Mm. For C-reactive protein? Yeah. I see. When is your next lab kit test results coming in? In about a week or so. Nice. I have a meeting. Yeah. For those that don't know, the lab kit that we always like to promote, we, we take it ourselves every yes. every six months or so. And I had mine done about two months ago. Mm -hmm. I saw some great improvements. And Talyn had her second one done right before we left for Barcelona. And she's going to have her meeting with, our, with the health coach that comes free with the lab kit. Yes. It's great. I loved it. I saw that I had some thyroid suppression. It was on like the lower end which is so good to know in advance before it yeah. spirals. So I took some daily thyroid supplements. We'll see how it goes. Yes, should be fun. We'll let y'all know what the results are when we get them. Next question. A. Melendez says, is there a book or guide that I can purchase that tells me of dairy-free, gluten-free recipes for women with PCOS? Well, that is a great question. We have something better than a guide. <laughs> we have a four-week plan with everything laid out for you. Gluten and dairy-free recipes. And videos. And video tutorials showing you how to make each recipe step by step. 
but even more importantly, talking about every ingredient, why I chose it, how I'm pairing it, how it's helpful for PCOS, inflammation, blood sugar control, all of the factors. So it's like a learning experience along with the recipes. And if you're new to cooking, you know, they're easy and you can learn how to cook it as well with the videos. So after the four weeks, you'll know how to follow the gluten and dairy free PCOS friendly lifestyle without having to like follow the plan. I mean, you could do the plan over and over again. That's what some people do, yeah. but you learn while you do it. Yeah. And it's great because it's almost like a book because it comes with a PDF download mm -hmm. where you basically have all the recipes in a book that you can print. And in addition to that, all the recipes have video tutorials from scratch to finish. So if you're new to cooking or you just, or you just like to watch a video instead of reading, you basically get a video to see all the recipes being made from scratch to finish. So highly recommend that. And that's available at PCOSweightloss.org when you go to our programs section. Right. All right. Let's go to our wins of the week, Tali. Wins of the week. I see this beautiful picture of a gluten and dairy-free chicken dish. Oh, is this? Okay, let's read. Stephanie Marquez says, I made this delicious recipe for my husband and I the other day and we loved it. It's the creamed corn and chipotle chicken thighs. Oh, looks so good. <clears throat> Do you remember the last time I made this? We ate it on yeah. the patio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. It was, it was so, so good and I didn't make enough. <laughs> I love creamed corn and the fact yeah. that you made a dairy-free version just like Stephanie here. It was, it was so, so delicious. This is a great recipe with yeah. the pumpkin seeds and the sage. Ooh, looks great. Ooh, wait. All right. Next one is from Lydia Wood. She says, now that we made it public, me and my husband are expecting in August. It was not until I began to start going gluten and dairy-free and truly understanding my PCOS, I got pregnant, which was only a few months after starting on this journey. Thank you for your help and knowledge. That's amazing, Lydia. Give her some claps, Snaps claps, 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 for claps. Lydia. You go, girl. Yes. So I'm happy, so happy for, you. for you. Seriously. Remember that time we bumped into a pregnant sister? Brenda. When we were at Fashion Island? Yeah. Brenda and Juan. That was amazing. That was really cool. I'll never forget that we're, we're, Yeah. We were in the parking lot and then all of a sudden we hear, Taling! <laughs> And they were like, what's going on? We turned around and it was a fellow sister, Brenda, who like... Got pregnant from Ovastol yeah. and PCOS weight loss method. Yeah. Took a picture together and shared it on Instagram too. That was amazing. Oh, okay. Next. Moises Ergder. She says, podcast catch up while I work. Coconut milk, flat white. Flat white. Down to one coffee a day where possible. What's coconut so, milk, flat white? I'm not sure. All right. That's cool. Coconut That's milk. cool. She's listening to the private podcast yeah. for the sisterhood. We have a second podcast yeah. just for sisterhood members where we talk about what's going on in the sisterhood mm -hmm. and what everyone's up to the, you know, specific events that we're having or recipes or stories about yeah. PCOS that are specific and to I sisters. See, I see she's listening to how to plan your PCS goals for the week. And then later on, the survey results that we did in the sisterhood, reading messages from the community, and the PCS Q&A. So all those episodes, she it looks like it's on her queue. That's awesome. Mazes. Love it. Oh, we got one last one. Mm -hmm. Samantha Riach says, tonight supper is the pork and meatballs. Oh my gosh, so good. They're delicious and my husband says they're wonderful and are even better with ketchup. He loves ketchup. Oh, Thanks, so Talin and Sirak, for the amazing recipe. <laughs> It is so good. These pork meatballs. Oh, my favorite. You make bacon, chop up the bacon, put it in the ground pork, smoked paprika, you caramelize onions, you add that too. 
And then you mix it up and then you, you saute it. So mm-hmm. it's all like crispy on the outside. Do you remember the last time I made that? It's been a minute because obviously we can't, we're in Barcelona. I feel like you made it like three months ago or four months ago. It was or a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. You do have to cook the bacon before you put it into the yes. uh, into the meatballs. So, it's so it cooks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to Samantha's husband for loving ketchup. I love ketchup too. <laughs> I put ketchup on everything. I put it on steak. I put it on eggs. Of course, I know, I know a lot of people do that. But like, especially steaks, like people always say, how can you put ketchup on? Bro, it's so much better with the ketchup. <laughs> I will go to a restaurant, a fancy restaurant, and I will ask for ketchup for my ribeye or whatever kind of steak I'm eating. I'm not, I'm not ashamed. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. It's a clean podcast. Okay. Little do you know, sisters, I cuss a lot. Yeah, we curse so much. It's so hard not to on this podcast, and I'm starting to do it. And I'm just like opening the floodgates. It's because of the Scissorhood podcast. The Scissorhood podcast is private, so we can just like curse all we want without Apple, you know, like the Apple podcast or Spotify, like caring. Do they care? Well, if your like podcast is labeled as clean. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh. But like, I think that's only if like you're going really overboard with the cursing, they'll put it expletive, expletive. Expletive? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I guess I'll tone it down. <laughs> but you don't have to tone it down for this. <laughs> don't worry. You're good. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to our main topic for today's episode. How to sync your exercises with your cycle. This is a very, very common question that we get all the time. So we really want to dive deep into it today and, you know, just talk all about the four phases of the menstrual cycle and what kind of exercises to focus on when you're in those phases. All right, let's start with phase one, the menstrual phase. Hit it. I guess as the PCOS personal trainer, <laughs> I'll lead this topic here. Mm-hmm. But Tyne, please chime in anytime and, and talk about it more. I'll chime in with my experience. Yeah. So phase one is a menstrual cycle. Now, during the menstrual cycle, this is when your energy is at your lowest. And because of this, it's completely okay to consider napping or just taking a break instead of doing a workout. Because during the menstrual cycle, you can feel more fatigued. You can feel more tired throughout the day. So you don't want to force yourself to get up and do a exercise because you're feeling that way. So instead of that, you can just take a break or even go on a walk. So when you feel more energetic, then you can focus on lighter exercises such as walking, yoga, or Pilates. I definitely do that. I do either yoga or walking. I love Pilates too. Mm -hmm. I cannot lift weights on my period. I just can't. Like I just cannot get myself. I can't even think about it. Like get away from me. I just want to be left alone. (laughs) comfortable on my couch like i do not want to lift yeah and i won't even like bother asking talent if she's on her period i'll just be like well i'm gonna go to the gym and if you feel like coming you'll just basically join me exactly so the next phase phase two is a follicular phase this is when usually your hormone levels are beginning to increase and at this time your energy will start to increase too so you might choose to mix up your workout routine with something fun like zumba light jogging and things of that nature So I feel more energetic at this phase. Like once my period's done, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to jump up and like dance. I'm vibrant. I I cook better. Like my mood is, you know, it hits the spot. Like everything's like... You're coming out of the forest. Yeah, I feel good. (laughs) I'm ready for like a Zumba class for sure. All right. And then phase three. Phase three is ovulation. This is when the follicle releases an egg and you may feel more social and energetic. Therefore, this is a great time to lift weights, slow rate of workouts, do a bit more cardio, or even join a group workout. Now, group workouts are great because 
it's more sustainable. Everybody has the same energy. Everybody's like kind of working off of each other's vibes Mm -hmm. and group workouts can be more fun, especially during the ovulation phase. Yeah. In this phase, I feel the same as follicular. I feel energetic. Like it says, like you said, and I just feel like talking to people more, you know, doing more workouts than usual, maybe three or four workouts a week instead mm-hmm. of just three. I mean, just last week I finished my period. This week is the week after. Mm-hmm. And I'm like down to go to the gym again for yeah. the fourth time. I mean, you've been killing at the gym this week. So I'm telling you, I'm in the mood. Yeah. All but right. Then comes luteal phase yes. four. So phase four luteal. This is when you're transitioning from high energy to low as you move toward the menstrual phase. So keep in mind, phase four, you're basically transitioning back to phase one, Mm -hmm. which was the menstrual phase. So during this time, your energy levels are gonna go from high to low. So you can use this energy for slow strength training and then scale back to yoga or walking when energy levels start to decrease. At this point, I definitely need like the TV on while I work out. I need distractions. It's like, I'm not in the mood for this, but I'm doing it anyways, you know, but then during, during the menstrual phase, like I physically like do not feel like it and I won't mm-hmm. do it. But before the menstrual phase, I'm not in the mood, but I have to kind of like force myself because I still can. Yeah. Yeah. And keep in mind, even though we talk about these four phases, you know, for, for a lot of people, you can still continue, continue to do the workouts that work for you. Mm-hmm. For example, like strength training, like slow rate of workouts, mm-hmm. like cardio, things of this nature like you only you know how you're feeling and what your mood is up for so it doesn't mean that just because you're in phase one or phase two you can't do anything it's really about judging your body and whether you feel it's it's right for you to go ahead and do those exercises yeah i mean everyone's different during their menstrual phase maybe you're not in the mood for like pilates like ab workouts on the floor on the mat maybe you want to do zumba instead because it puts you in a better mood You know, just because that's like something we suggest for the follicular phase doesn't mean you shouldn't have it during the menstrual phase if you feel like it. Do you, boo? Totally. Yeah. Journal, see what your mood is, see what you feel like and track that so that next time you have your period, next time you're going through these phases, you're more aware of what you need instead of completely not working out at all because you're just like, eh then you can really like work through your feelings and be like, well, you know, I could go on a walk or like Mm -hmm. I could do a little yoga. For sure. And keep in mind, if you are looking for slow rate of workouts or strength training workouts in general, we have a whole library in the sisterhood. We have basically a a monthly workout plan that changes every month to bring you a different plan. And we also have yoga kits. Once you like reach a certain amount of points in the sisterhood, um, you can basically win a whole yoga kit done by a yoga instructor yes so specifically for us in the sisterhood yeah yay all right so what's the plan for this weekend Talene? well we it's doing? your birthday Ooh, it's <laughs> turning Yad's 31 birthday. but Talene is turning 30 a week after me listen first it's your birthday so we're gonna do a little shopping mm-hmm. we're gonna buy you a little gift Oh, are you? Your uncle and cousin are coming. We're going to spend some time with them. I know. Just by chance, my uncle and cousin are actually visiting in Spain during my birthday. Mm-hmm. They didn't come here for my birthday or, or else <laughs> that would be hilarious. But that's going to be fun. We're going to see them tonight. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have a good old time. Mm-hmm. And I think for Tallinn's big 3-0, we might travel over to Madrid for a weekend mm-hmm. and see how that might be. And then come back and, you know, do our thing back in Barcelona. This time we'll return from Madrid on a Sunday. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we need to go on a Thursday and come back on a Sunday yeah, for sure. Let's book that after this. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. And we'll talk to you next week, I guess. Talk to you soon, sisters. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.